The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests as individuals and do not necessarily reflect those of advertisers or sponsors. This show is intended as entertainment and commentary only. The producers strive for verisimilitude, but nothing said on this podcast should be taken as fact by the listener or viewer without performing due diligence. That existence, the physical universe, is basically playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever. It isn't going anywhere. That is to say, it doesn't have some destination that it ought to arrive at. Oh, oh, holy crap, kids. It's that time of year again. For what it's worth to you, it's the holidays here at KYHO, and we're all festive as fuck. And uh, what do you want stuffed in your stocking, my sweet, innocent child? A coupon for a hitman, you say? Angie's got you covered. Plus, the obligatory Whamageddon update, a bit of a look at everyone's favorite holiday horn demon, and our favorite festive music choices. So grab your sacks, strap into that sleigh bell rig of yours, and go get your damn shot. We're sick of this shit already. <clears throat> anyway, here are all of your holiday favorites. Rudolph, Dancer, Professor Prancer, and, uh, Chris. Sorry guys, I got nothing. Nothing at all. Happy holidays. And ho, 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 and welcome back. This is Keep Your Hat. Of course I did that. This is Keep Your Hat on, the show where hell, even we don't know where we're going to go. But we kind of know where we're going to go because you all out there are hearing this at the most festivist time of the year. So now it's it's time for the airing of grievances with Dr. Mark (laughs) Peterson and Chris Vacano. Hello. And Ty Robert Anthony. Yeah. And I, of course, am Andrew Scott. And I am here with uh, a leadoff story that I found fascinating. Um, So if you need a hitman. (laughs) Good start. Where do you go? Who you to gonna find call? A hit, right, who are you going to call for a hitman? Uh, well, apparently, you go to rentahitman.com. No. I've heard of this, Andrew. This just popped for me today. So we, we, we all know out there that there's the regular good old interwebs that we use, and then there is something called the, the dark, dark web. web. And the dark web is full of um, 99% unsavory characters. And it is notorious for having places of connection where you can rent a hitman. Um, yeah, so this or, is like the Silk Road, right? Yeah, exactly. The Silk Road is probably one of the most notorious places on the dark web. They went uh, defunct about uh, five or six years ago. But anyways, so... Um, the, the the long and the short of this is um bob <laughs> innes is a guy in california man who runs a website just a plain old top level domain website website called rent a hitman and what he's essentially done um is he openly invites people to come in who don't know better and let them incriminate themselves in order to turn them over to the police and be arrested for soliciting a murder. Is is there a name for like dumb trolling? I mean, these aren't even, you know, you're not even trolling troll. This isn't even trolling. This is something entirely. I'm sure I'm there is. Netting. I know you're talking. I don't know. About I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is a great deal. Look, I get to spin my Bitcoin. I get to, to vent some aggravation and you don't even, I get to be indicted. You don't even get that far. Because <laughs> what he does is he, he and he at first when he started doing this, um, he didn't believe that anybody would fall for this. And to, to, oh. <laughs> to, to quote him in the CNN article that I am reading, uh, yeah, quote, I thought nobody can be that stupid and boy, have I been proven wrong. <laughs> wow. Um, 
He says that more than 400 people have filled out service request forms on the site since it launched, including some who have expressed interest in becoming hitmen, as well as pranksters trying to play jokes on friends. Of those, roughly 10% turned into legitimate cases where the police became involved. Now, wait a minute. How do the police, how do the police find you to investigate? Are you actually putting your... What he does, the, the order of operations is this. People show up on the website and he's got, he's got clues and like essentially visual Easter eggs all over the website. Um, uh, he, yeah, he says these people, whoever they are, they see HIPAA and he's got HIPAA on there, but for him, HIPAA stands for, hold on a second here. Uh, I'll edit this together. Um, field, um, you know, while you're, yeah, while you're looking, yeah, let's just take a moment to reflect on how difficult it is actually to become a hitman because they always ask for experience, oh, yeah. right? And how are you supposed to get experience and not it's be a, a it's hitman? A catch isn't that the way with all the trades? Isn't that the way with all the trades? I wonder if they have so journey. Actually, I wonder if they have journey hitman. A journeyman hitman? Or apprentice hitman? We go out and you uh, just shoot somebody's well, you dog? you have to be an apprentice. You don't want to just do this, you know, like, I mean, there should be an apprenticeship period. You, you yeah, think. There probably right is. <laughs> You'd think. If you can't hit the broad side of a barn. Um, no. Uh, yeah. The site promises confidentiality under the HIPAA Act of 1964, <laughs> which in his case stands for Hitman Information <laughs> oh. Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. Of 1964. What I was asking is what are the identifiers the cops are using to investigate these So things? let me let me get to that. I told oh, you okay. I'd spell the whole yeah. thing out. Oh, so very, okay. What happens is some... And I'm just going to say this, all right? Some uninitiated dotard shows up on this website being angry at somebody and wants to hire a hitman. Now, he's got stuff all over the front page that are little clues to the fact that this isn't a real Mm -hmm. service. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, but as the article says, some people still fall for it and they fill out online forms with their real name, their real contact information, oh Jesus, and details about who they want handled, ha- uh, and that was that was in air quotes. Um, wow. And so, <laughs> what he does, and this is, you know, honestly, if you're thinking that this is all uh, a kind of a trolling dragnet to just fuck with people's lives, it's not, because once you hit send, he gives you 24 hours to cool off. And he says, quote, it's kind of like a cooling off period to come back to your senses. I wanted to give people the opportunity to walk away, he says. Quote, after a day, I asked them two questions. Do you still require our services? And do you want to be connected with a field operative? If they respond yes to both, Inez connects them with a law enforcement agency in their area, which takes over communications with the suspect. Inez, oh Inez, Inez never discusses a fee. He leaves that to the field operatives, who in this case are Popo. Right, right. So, I, I want to. I want to stop here. I want to stop here. Have Have these people? I mean, regardless of the fact that there are all kinds of visual cues to let you know that this is not for real. Uh, first of all, have any of these people ever seen any spy movies or or uh, hitman well, movies? Apparently I mean, not. You never give up your real name or your address. You just hire <laughs> the guy. You tell him who you want hit, and then you never see them again. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, these people are really not firing on all cylinders. I, I, yeah, they're this not is, firing this is at like, all. This is <laughs> right? like that's a, kind of why they're. Yeah, this this is a massive honeypot for for stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much what it is. You're just getting the 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 top level of stupid homicidal cream uh, as an easy get. Because even one of these people said in their communications, in their initial communications with him, that it's a little weird that this exists somewhere other than the dark web, and. You know, I mean, it were I, I uh, Innes or Ines, however pronounces his name, I'd be sitting on the other end of the keyboard going, 
Well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, but, this is um, like this is some digital Darwinism. Yeah, and mm. it, there's a Darwin mm. Award hiding. Oh or yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. On like one side of this equation term. or the other, yeah. But I'm gonna um, I'm gonna steal that and start using it. Digital Darwinism. That's brilliant. It, kind, I'm yeah. sure we're not the first doing that. But uh, I just I was so ho- overwhelmed by the sheer. Wait, really? This is a thing of this. <laughs> Uh, more than 400 people have filled out service requests forms since the site launched, including some who have expressed interest in becoming hitmen themselves. So you're yeah, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. you're getting two for the price of one here. You're filtering out the stupid people that would hire hitmen who out in I the kill? open, and you're 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 dragnetting uh, potential future hitmen who really don't deserve the name. I would I would like to get into the business, uh, but I don't want to go to the dark web. And uh, how about giving too, me a crack? Give me the that's, chance. That's too much work. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention because obviously um, it, it means that there's some filtering happening of the gene pool uh, and it's an easy grab. Because it's but, the shallow uh, end. It very much is oh. the shallow uh, scummy part uh where all the effluent gets caught in a in a, in a yeah, little cleaning out the trap. filter of yeah, the gene so. pool <laughs> yeah. well, i tell you what folks we will be back in just a minute to uh start the show proper because you know this was a soft opening and now we're going to get to the real meat of things i'm andrew scott <laughs> along with dr mark peterson and chris Ricano and ty robert anthony and we will be back after this don't go anywhere yeah no shit i seriously that popped up for me this morning <laughs> that's, that's fucking Hey everybody, Michael, your stalwart announcer here, the voice of the Keep Your Hat On podcast. We really hope you're enjoying the shows we put out every month and the bonus goofiness we try and throw in. If you do, we'd really appreciate your support. While we'd love it if you could help us out with a monthly donation by heading over to patreon.com nbbn, Please don't forget that you can also support us by telling your friends, relatives, the hot Amazon delivery guy, hell your potted fern, about the show. And do the like, click, and subscribe thing. That's free, and it helps us out more than you might suspect. We just want to keep putting something good out into this bananas world at this extra bananas time. And we want you along for the ride. No matter what, thanks so much for audio visualizing. Now. Let's get back to the show. And we are back. This is Keep Your Hat On. I'm Andrew Scott, along with Dr. Mark Peterson. Ho, ho, ho. Boy, could you make that sound more menacing? Jesus. <laughs> I'll put a little bit of processing. Yeah, I'll put a little bit of processing on that. Next. I think we have we have a Christmas figure coming up here directly. That, yeah. that, 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 that would say ho, That's ho, true. ho that way. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Ty Robert Anthony. Uh, just, yeah, whatever. And Chris Vacano. And Chris, how you doing with Whamageddon? Uh, hashtag I'm still safe right we had a scare Ty brought up the fact that he thought that he was out but uh, after a clarification of the rules we find out that uh, Ty's surviving and yeah uh, so I'm on on Spotify right Uh, um, is there a mechanism is there a button on the Spotify interface that says no whamageddon so you just save and it just filters your music from the top that makes it too easy I only wish listen I was on I was on Spotify I was on the uh, uh, new release radar playset that it was offering up to me. And uh, I hit this song and I was like, oh, I've heard that before. And first of all, when we started this challenge, I couldn't even remember what that song sounded like. (laughs) And then I hit this cover of it and I was like, oh, was that? Was that the song they were? Oh, man. But what Ty was actually listening to was, in fact, a cover oh. version, which means he's safe. You are totally free to enjoy clear? cover versions. Except version. for the fried synapses from actually listening to that song, no matter who's covering it. 
a for <laughs> me th- for me that's Mariah Carey uh, and well and her, I, and I was her just going to bring her up. I'm, I've I've managed to dodge that one too since I'm playing both Whamageddon and the uh, Planet GTX against uh, Mariah Carey. I am not, but I wish I were because I would have been more observant <laughs> of what was coming into my ears when I was just like, oh fuck no, and start slapping no, at the no. proper buttons to get that to no. stop. But we hope that everybody out there is surviving Whamageddon well. We have nothing to report other than the fact that all four of us are still standing. But um, when it comes to Christmas, now, uh, full disclosure, all of us to one degree or another are non-Christian folks with Christian backgrounds. Is that fair of me to say for all of us, no, I think that's the right. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's a, that's yeah. Good I mean, I'm an American, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a mishmash of random spiritual beliefs that I found attractive. Uh, one belief under one nation under God. Uh, you know all that. Yeah, I got my fair share. You notice they never say which God. I'm just going to exactly. <laughs> and of so, course, please. Uh, I think we know, but keep going. Yeah. You know, it has, it's Yahweh or the highway. As man. we all know, <laughs> though, <laughs> as all us good as all us good history buffs know. Uh, under God was stuck in in the 50s by the mm-hmm. Knights of Columbus. Yeah, during uh, the so, uh, communist scare. Yeah, during those the Red Scare. Wily Knights. It's with those Wily Knights. <laughs> that sounds like a great title for a super song. Genius. Wily Knights, Super Genius Days. Um, <laughs> you know, you mentioned the Knights of Columbus. When I was in eighth grade at graduation, they gave me... Uh, 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 they, uh, they Chris give, and I are both of a Catholic uh, stripe in our youth. They, they give two Sertoma Awards yeah, every year to <laughs> individuals in the graduating class, and they gave one of them to me. Sertoma stands oh. for Service to Mankind. Yeah, and oh. I'm just I, I just love picturing you know them seeing my life trajectory since then and just <laughs> cringing. So before we go much further, I want to show you or share with you my badge of honor. I think uh, I was probably the age of five, maybe four, when I first got kicked out of Sunday school for asking too nice. many questions. Late bloomer, uh, huh? Yeah. And seeing seeing the loopholes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Competitive atheism. <laughs> um, well, I was just told I would, that. Have, I would have only copped to agnosticism at that point, to be mom, fair. Mom says that they, that, you know, mom told me that uh, uh, they simply said, well, this is just not the, we don't feel this is the right place for him. Not, Actually, not, what mom was trying to say fit. was, they're really trying to get me to find a way to shut you the hell up. <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we go through... The holiday seasons, whichever ones you care to uh, imbibe in. And uh, one of the things that I found really interesting, now I grew up with this a little bit, not in my own life, but I grew up, unsurprisingly, in in a town called Germantown. Um, And where my family is really a lot of, you know, northeastern or northwestern European muttism. I'm Irish, Scottish, English, German, that's pretty much it. So, but I had a lot of families around me that were second generation, first generation people that immigrated here in the thirties and twenties and tens. Um, so I grew up with a lot of very German and Austrian and Polish families and I distinctly remember once going into a friend's house uh, after we were sledding because that's what we did. Um, And I remember seeing a bunch of golden sticks. They they just look like willow branches painted gold with like a rattle can of gold spray paint. And I I always kind of wondered what the hell that was. And I saw it all through the year. But during the holiday time, I saw it festooned with a little bit more to draw the eye. And I remember asking my friend's mother what that was about. And uh, my friend's mother explained it to me as those are, this was great for like a six-year-old me, right? Those (laughs) were sticks that were used to punish little children. And I'm like, oh, you mean those are like 
switches? And she goes, absolutely right. Those are birch rods is what they turned out to be. Mm. Um, mm, and they were painted the gold. And yeah, mm-hmm. oh, birch, God. And uh, they were there all year round. But during the holidays, they were made to be much more noticeable because they were, and I had no idea who this was, but they were Krampus switches. And I'm like, ah. what, what? What's a, what's a, what's a Krampus? Now, flash, flash. Just step into my bag. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're, right. we're heading into your, we're heading into your part of the, part of the universe. So of course, now what's interesting is for some reason, Krampus has like, it's, Krampus is getting a lot more traction these days. Well, they gave it all new again. Yeah. Now. Mark, why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown with your experience with Krampus and maybe some of who and what Krampus uh, actually is for those who don't know. Oh, dear. Well, I didn't prepare my notes for this. That's all right. Just riff. uh, uh, Krampus is uh, a character that uh, shows up uh, across Europe, primarily in Germany. Yeah, Germany uh, and Austria is, I guess, where... In Austria. And, uh, you know, it's like... <laughs> and it is very German, I think, because it, yeah, is, yeah. it is excellent that that young children who are good children should receive presents. But what do we do with the other ones? Mm-hmm. Grab the, the sticks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Krampus is there for them. And yeah. Krampus will put you in a bag and beat you. Yeah. He essentially it, gives you the uh, the the <laughs> soap in a sock treatment while stuffed in a go. bag. That's it. Um, That's it. Yeah. And actually, yeah, but he doesn't kill a, you though, right? He doesn't take no, you no, off no, no, somewhere. No, 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 he no, just no. beats the living bad too easy. He beats yeah, the living be... tar out of you, and then yeah, leaves no. you alone in hopes that he doesn't have to come back, or hopes that he does have to come. Back next Krampus time. Just for our is, audience yeah. to make sure we get this right, he is a sort of a horned beast figure. Yeah, he's a right? trad up devil, horns, big, uh, big fiery looking ton. He's either he's often um, uh, often illustrated uh, by being red, or some in some cases he's charcoal black. Yeah, charcoaly black, and yeah. and this sort of he uh, he was also <laughs> he he started off as a kind of attendant. To Saint Nicholas, as Saint Nicholas. Yeah, in right. some stories I've work. heard that as well. Yeah, and there's a there's a very strange uh, connection with this very odd character in the Netherlands called Black Peter, which they're doing something. Apparently, they're they're looking into the racial implications of that, now. <laughs> <laughs> and are uh, going to do it. Yeah. But Krampus, fortunately, is another species, and so we'll have to that'll we'll leave with that to no, Peter wait, wait, wait. to do, work do out they, at some later date. Do Santa Claus and Krampus, like, do they ride together in the night and well, it's, take it's, turns? It's, it's interesting. Nick, right? It's not Santa Claus. It's Saint Whatever. Nick. Whatever. Right? No. That's I'm an American. That's actually a very important, <laughs> a very important distinction. Um, like, like Dr. Peterson says, and, and Krampus actually has his own night. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's uh, uh, Krampusloff. Uh, right. I believe I'm getting that right. Yeah. Yeah. And Krampus Loft happens on Krampus Knocked. Exactly. And it's, Krampus which is the, the Krampus, day before it's the Krampus Day. Oh. Yes, Krampus December run. 5th. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, a, a lot of this. So the night before Christmas, you actually know whether you're worthy. Well, the well, night this is the night before Saint Nick's Day. Saint, yeah. oh, this is another weird, by the way. This is another weird, weird Wisconsin yeah, thing, which I've never December. seen anywhere else, yeah. which is uh, uh, Saint Nick's Day, which is December 6th. Um, that kids get presents, and uh, I here did that this I did that this year as well. I brought Wisconsin yeah. here because, and I mean, look, I uh, I'm one of those kids where by the age of five, I was an a CIA level expert at opening packages and then oh, resealing yeah. them. You and me both, right? No, I knew how to get, and it it, it the whole game changed when my mom finally started buying actual 3M Scotch tape. Because that uh, shit you can't get yep, past. Yep. The no. crap stuff that they used to have at Kmart, man, that stuff was easy. A yeah. little bit of thumb Piece heat. Of cake. You could, yeah. But um, I was, and I think a lot of this, Mark, really has to do with the fact that us kids in the upper Midwest, we wanted at least a little something to tide us over because we'd been <laughs> fetishizing that JCPenney. Christmas catalog, the big two oh. inch thick one. We've been fetishizing that thing since like August, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we all uh, in in good old in the good old Catholic bastion of southeastern Wisconsin, 
you know, mm. somebody, somebody was paying attention on <laughs> at Sunday school and went, wait, St. <clears throat> Nicholas has their own day. We should get presents on that day. We should get at least one. And so you're right. It's a very Midwestern thing. Uh, That's Southern, about where they uh, asked me I'd to never. leave. <laughs> Southern yeah, Wisconsin, Northern Illinois. We didn't do that up in Minnesota either, yeah. I have to say. I, it's all these Germans. Yeah, Something well, that's because the, the good Lutherans wouldn't be talking about something like Well, we're Scandahoovians, like yeah. you know. We, we live in the darkness six you months gotta of the year. you got to watch those anyway. wily so, Germans. But the, the, thing, wily the Germans. thing that I, I find interesting about this is Krampus was a non-issue, was a non-thing, uh, except in, you know, little enclaves of... of Con oh, concentrated yeah. Austrian, Hungarian. Uh, it's huh. a pretty decent tradition in Hungary as well, and and Germany. But really, round about the millennium. I mean, so we're talking about the year two thousand. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah. you start seeing Krampus brought up all the time. It's like, it's like there was fertile ground for good jokes and tormenting children for the better part of one hundred and fifty years, and it took the internet to bring this up to people's attention and now and, and that we're that's all the about it now <laughs> well and that's the theory that i would hypothesize is that the internet uh particularly with youtube and facebook well and uh, wikipedia oh, i was just gonna say wikipedia, wikipedia but yeah but 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 with youtube and facebook we started seeing videos of krampusloff from oh. uh, you know from like the berlin mountain, and stuff from man. the mountain yeah. towns yeah. In the, you know, in the red light Europe. district of Berlin. <laughs> and and yeah. I think a lot of people sat up and went, ooh, that looks like fun. What's that? You know, a, exactly. a, a scary <laughs> yeah. component to Christmas. Oh, it's fun. You know? all right. <laughs> Wicked laugh. I wonder, you know, uh, could it be the case that now that you've said that, you know, the internet brought Krampus, in, there's some weird sense, isn't there, in which the internet is Krampus? Isn't there some weird? Sort of. I'm just thinking, I'm just, uh, maybe yeah. Facebook speak, anyway. Speak oh, I will that. say Facebook. Sure. Or maybe being banished to MySpace well, would be Well, it does, that. I mean. <laughs> Hello, GeoCities. It, it, it has taken on this. Th ooh, oh, good ooh, Lord, GeoCities. Wow. Uh, uh, you know that's coming back, right? You know MySpace is coming back. It's coming back under a different name, but it has come back. Yeah, just it's so long as meta? It's, yeah, I was just going to no, say, just no, so long no, as no, it's no, not no, owned no. by no, no. Mark. Are we going to say yeah. it doesn't matter? <laughs> it's not. You know, I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't be surprised because I think the world is ripe right now for another uh, uh, another social <sighs> media platform that isn't Facebook. Yeah. The logo offers... is pretty close to the MySpace logo. Was it's totally uh, and and the channel is just what it is. Get your you know dust off your coding skills. Because you're mm. gonna you're gonna do the coding just like you used to do in the in the MySpace uh, days, um, and then Krampus will only visit the people who still sit on Facebook, right? <laughs> because yeah. they're being bad. They're contributing to well, an evil is, human being. This sort big, of, sort of ugly, yeah. horned sob that will beat the tar out of you. So be good for goodness sakes. That's what you know. I just figured yeah. out how this podcast <laughs> is going to finally make money. We are going to combine uh, our two lead stories here into one okay. service. It is hire a Krampus. <laughs> and you, you just get on, you put in the information, you say, I want this person's stuff to do a bag and beaten with have golden bird switches. Krampus? <laughs> hey, I don't have to become what I already am, son. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we'll send well, you, you know, a free bag of soap. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But um, wow. interestingly, a sock full of soap. Sock full of soap. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we're going to send it to you over and over and over again until you learn. Uh, but uh, interestingly, one of the things that um, probably came from the Krampus mythology that translated over to uh, our, and I'm going to say our Western mythology of Santa Claus is the idea of getting coal in your stocking for Christmas. Uh, oh, that's where that uh, came from. That bastard. Santa Claus, Maybe. Santa Claus, Saint Nick would only deal with the good children because Krampus has already weeded out all the bad oh, children and filled see. their stockings with coal. And when Santa came in, looked at the stockings, if one was laden and heavy with rocks, he knew... Ah, fuck you, kid. That's, that's what I'm saying. But... Yeah, yeah, that's well, what I'm and, saying. The and... night before Christmas or... <laughs> St. Nick's Day, uh, uh, you would know whether you were golden or not. I mean, either exactly you got right. the tar beat out of you and you got coal in your stockings 
Or you could breathe easy knowing that... I'm just flashing on Chico Marx right here. Well, it's like, I'm everybody t- knows it's a crazy... There's a, no such a thing as a sanity clause. <laughs> there's no such a thing as a sanity clause. Well, I got to admit, though, before we go to break, I got to admit that uh, one of my favorite things is when somebody gets uh, joke coal in their stocking, because that is licorice-flavored rock candy. Bring it. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, know, good stuff. The coal, the coal thing, actually, is... Uh, it's pretty interesting to me. I did some reading on it some years back, and uh, my understanding is that is that the origins of the lump of coal it wasn't entirely a bad no. gift. I mean, the kids no, didn't because want you it. were able to burn it and stay yeah. warm and not freeze. Uh, yeah, it was it was heating that. fuel for the family. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was yeah. more that instead of something special and precious, you were given you were given something that challenged your impressions of what. Precious was it is, was a, it, was, it was the different it was the difference yeah. between a nice beautiful pretty shiny thing that wasn't necessary versus you get a utilitarian present for Christmas nothing but socks for you well and it's also about yeah exactly it's also about it's it's about a present that 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 reinforces the idea of providing for the family providing for the tribe yeah. thinking of other people yeah and yeah you get this to help stay alive but you need to remember that this happened in order to not have it happen next year but that is expressly why going back to my, the beginning of my story where when i went into that house those golden rods were on display all year long mm-hmm. to remind mm-hmm. children of krampus watching them not that that's creepy at all uh, you know, <laughs> i horned, always thought santa horned... watching us you know it was creepy I santa's mean... got some explaining to do when it comes to his uh his technique because that's just creepy af anyways folks we're going to be right back on the other side of this break with i don't know what the hell it is we, and neither do we either that's kind of baked into the model of this show but i'm andy that's doc that's dr mark that's chris that's ty we'll be right back don't go anywhere oh 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 so i mean i wonder if we could uh can, can krampus actually become a little bit more eco-friendly like like what <laughs> organic coal lighten up like the carbon animals. yeah lighten up the he only beats yeah, oil you're right krampus's <laughs> carbon footprints really <laughs> fucking high <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least Santa flies around the world, uh, you know, in 24 hours magically. Magically. Santa. Well, I don't know. What are rain? What are reindeer's carbon emissions? I mean, you figure they gotta fart every <laughs> once it, in a while. It, I think it would be methane, like cattle. Right. right. Yeah. It's the same exactly. Kind of methane. Yeah. Reindeer farting. I think that's yeah. it. Or unless they fart rainbows. That's unicorns. No, that's though, unicorns. Think, yeah. Hey, everybody. Andrew here. Yeah. I'm back to bug you about protecting yourself and your family against COVID-19. And this will take a minute. Look, we're all sick of dealing with this stupid virus. But honestly, we don't have the luxury of being so over it. As of this airing, there have been 271 million cases and 5.3 million deaths worldwide, including 800,000 Americans. 800,000 Americans not here for the holidays. 800,000 people who are now just memories. Since the rollout of the vaccines in late 2020, the majority of U.S. deaths could have been prevented. Yes, there are breakthrough cases. And yes, those case numbers are a bit higher than expected. But the simple fact is, vaccines save lives by reducing the severity of COVID-19. They keep the majority of fully vaccinated people who do have breakthrough cases out of the hospital. And in the unlikely event they are hospitalized, statistically speaking, they will more often than not keep people from dying. Those are simple statistical facts. We know these things to be true. No matter what you may hear from people who think they know, these are facts. We have real world data on them. What we don't yet have full information on, however, is the toll contracting COVID-19 takes on the human body long term. But the early data is hinting strongly that it's not good. We are seeing many cases of those unvaccinated folks who've recovered from a COVID-19 infection have long-term health issues. Things like heart inflammation, heart weakening, reduced lung capacity, organ damage, brain fog, and lingering lack of energy, and the list goes on. 
We know a lot about this virus now, two years in, but there's a lot we still don't know about the long-term damage this virus does to the human body. That will only be illustrated over time by those unfortunate people who contracted this thing, but were fortunate to recover, thanks in large part, to medical science. There are plenty of real-world conspiracies happening today, but COVID-19 isn't fucking one of them. Neither is the amazing scientific success story that is the development and deployment of such a highly effective vaccine for a completely novel virus. Seriously, this beats the Apollo moon landings as far as amazing scientific accomplishments go. Don't dishonor all those researchers who developed this amazing medical tool and all the doctors, nurses, and other exhausted medical professionals who've helped us fight this deadly thing by buying into the garbage conspiracy theories, pseudoscience, and politically motivated disinformation. Political differences of opinion are how to pay for a new sportball stadium, not whether or not science is fucking real. We have the tools to fight this thing, including both the Delta and new Omicron variants. Shots, soap, safe space, surgical masks, and smarts. Stupid simple to combat stupid, selfish people. Yeah, I said it. Stupid, selfish people. That is our biggest problem right now. It's not the virus itself anymore. It's stupid people who think they know better than the virus. Know better than doctors. Know better than science. Stop thinking you can just go back to the way things used to be, even if vaccinated. It's too soon for that. Don't be stupid. Yeah, I said it again, stupid. Observe social distancing. Keep washing your hands. Stay wearing a mask in public or even in private if there's even a question about somebody else's status. If you haven't been boosted, get that way. And for the love of humanity, if you haven't gotten your actual shots, fucking get them. Young people and children too, including your regular old flu jab. Look, we're all tired of this. We're all through with coronavirus. But the simple truth is, coronavirus isn't through with us. We're being actively hunted by a microscopic serial killer who doesn't give a shit in a petri dish about how we're feeling emotionally. All it cares about is that we tire of being vigilant and let our guard down. That's all it's looking for. We have to keep fighting. Stay strong, stay smart, and do everyone a favor and call out stupid people and disinformation wherever and whenever you see it. To find out where to get vaccinated or boosted in your area, in the U.S., go to vaccines.gov. That's V-A-C-C-I-N-E-S dot gov. Or check with your local health authority worldwide and get your damned shots. This is an exasperated, tired, and fucking cranky public service announcement from the KYHO team. And we are back for our final segment on this episode of Keep Your Hat On, the penultimate episode of 2021. I'm Andrew Scott. That's Chris Vacano. That is Ty Robert Anthony. And that is Dr. Mark Peterson. And I'm throwing it out to you guys because <laughs> it's that time of year. Uh, that. What do you guys listen to this time of year? What is your go-to? I'll tell you what I've uh, not lack listened of a better way to, to this year. It? What? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, exactly. Last, last We're all Christmas trying not by to. Wham. <laughs> yep. But uh, Ty, let's start with you. What's your go-to kind of Christmas tune? What should we be putting in the KYHO Christmas Spotify playlist? Uh, I gotta say, the one that gets me 
every year is Lennon's, uh, so this is Christmas. Oh, it's gonna go there too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think we can. I think we can call that a tie in good conscience. That just really hits me, right? Because it really yeah. speaks to how we should be treating each other the rest of the year. But you mean you're not a fan of uh, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney? I actually, I am a fan of that too. I just. Uh, no, I would rather stab hot, <laughs> flaming <laughs> rods of sharpened iron into my. Uh, don't do it. Da, we can't pay for the rights to that. And that's exactly I why I like it. I enjoy that song. Uh, it's, because yeah. it's, got the, I was, it's just frivolous fun. It's a kind of darker, feel. <laughs> Thank you. I'd rather go dark. Yeah, Chris, what, do you, what about you, though? Yeah. Okay, so for me, uh, my, my, my contribution today is totally NSFW. Uh, I'll take that. This is an NSFW show. Or it's NSFC. It says so right in the disclaimer. Not safe for Christmas. <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, I'm sorry, NSFW. Not, not safe for Whamageddon? Is that what no, you're going to go with? No, not safe for Wenceslas. <laughs> there oh, Wenceslas. Oh, there you nice. go. Uh, nice. Well played, sir. But, but I absolutely love it. And every <laughs> year, and people give me the funniest looks whenever I share it with them. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's this wonderful jazz uh, song by... Uh, Bill Mo- Bill Moomy and Sarah Taylor, and oh, her yeah. voice is so sultry. The song is called "I've Got Some Presents for Santa," and it is <laughs> filthy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Actually, I I've sort of uh, I've, I've gone Yum. the distance I was prepared to go on that. That it's just it's absolutely filthy and all double entendres. And uh, I don't uh, even know if they're double entendres. I but, think they're just. F- Fucking in your face but, you know, on the music, the music, yeah, that's true. The music is so pleasant, and yeah. her her voice is so gorgeous. I yeah, mean, it just to this pours down like that, honey. You know, yeah, are we gonna put that a, on the Spotify one, list? We are going to put that on the Spotify list if it's available because nobody can censor the likes of us. Right. But uh, Mark, Mark, what do you what do you go to? Um, you have so oh, many yes. different uh, flavors of Christmas tradition in yeah, your family. Yeah, it runs all the way through. It's like um, uh, I don't. There wasn't a Christmas that went by all through like through high school where I didn't perform like the Messiah, right? Or Judas Maccabeus, yeah. which was also actually kind of awesome. Well, I lived in a Jewish, I sort of lived in a Jewish neighborhood in Chicago. So if we did, if we did the Messiah one year, we had to do Judas <laughs> Maccabeus Parody. the next year, you know, <laughs> you know, balance. It was good. And, it, and it's handle. It's not, you can handle it. Uh, but um, um, but I, when I always go to this, I, I'm going to go with Robert here a little bit to, to Lennon, but also um, uh, the song that I always remember just like shredding me when I was in, uh, a teenager was uh, Jethro Tull's Christmas song. From living in the past, right? And you know what? That is, uh, I don't think that there's been a Christmas that has gone by in the last 20 years where in my house that song hasn't been played. Uh, I've I've carried forward a a, a, uh, kind of a playlist uh, where uh, that's part of it, and the other part of it is, uh, and this isn't my this isn't my song. I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a second, but. Uh, highly recommend uh, the, the two most noted Celtic inspired voices in the world are, of course, Enya and Lorena McKinnett. Now, oh, Enya yes. came out. Enya came out with a Christmas <laughs> album a number of years ago. It's very lovely. It's all. It sounds exactly like you think Enya would sound. Uh, highly recommend Lorena McKinnett's album and Winter Came. Oh, I haven't heard that. It is Mark. Check your email box. I will hook you okay. up with the MP3s. Oh, All illegal. Awesome. Come at me, man, or haul me away for this. Uh, <laughs> I I love her. I'll pay. I want her to have the money. So, I'll, I'll... but my song uh, is one that is very near and dear to my heart. It's also I know for a fact uh, through conversation. It's also very near and dear to Chris's heart. Uh, and really is a song that I think there, there's no song for me that encapsulates the coming of age angst that happens in a child when they transfer over the threshold into young adulthood and they understand that Christmas as we celebrate it isn't really the Christmas that we've been upsold through our traditions. Oh, and this song, right. mm-hmm. this song 
is written by Greg Lake of Emerson, Lake and Palmer. And it's called, I believe in father Christmas. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was a sad irony to me that a number of years ago we bought, we lost both Greg Lake and, uh, Keith Emerson within a 12 month period. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, uh, this song to me really, boy, you want to talk about a, a zeitgeist. This actually hearing this song puts me back at the actual moment where I suddenly had that dawning realization about what this time of year is supposed to mean versus what it really is. And um, when I was recording with my buddy Ron Kajawa, who plays the guitars on our theme song, uh, yeah. we, we, we were approached by a DJ at, at the time, it was the second largest FM rock radio station uh, in, in our market in Milwaukee. And, um, they, the, the DJ Lana was doing a special show, uh, of local musicians all doing Christmas music. And, uh, Ron picked a little drummer boy, I believe. And I picked, I believe in father Christmas. And it was very interesting mm. because we were both pretty new at the self-produce your own music, uh, thing. And I was very new at, um, programming things like sequencers and synthesizers and drum machines and all that. And, um, it was kind of audacious of me to pick a song, uh, by arguably one of the most important prog rock groups of all time. ELP. Oh, no, I don't uh, think there's yeah. any, you know, argument. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't go in low. I didn't go in low. I went in with pretty high expectations. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I remember Ron looking at me going, do you think you can pull that off? And I was like, well, there's one fucking way to find out. Um, Let's see. And so what I did and what we did, he plays the guitars on it. And uh, everything else that you hear is either me and my voice or synthesizers uh, programmed by me. But it's still, in my mind, one of the most beautiful holiday songs ever written. And uh, we're going to go out yeah. with that. Here it is okay. now. But listen, everybody, we all hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. We all hope that you're happy and healthy. And from Dr. Mark and Chris and Ty and me, have a wonderful holiday, and we'll talk to you again for our New Year's Eve Day episode. You've been listening to Keep Your Hat On on the Narrowband Broadcast Network. And remember, keep that hat on, because like Santa, we may end up miles from here. Take care, everybody. Happy holidays. Wash your hands. Get your shot. Wear your mask. And we'll see watch you again next Krampus. time. And watch, yeah, watch for Krampus. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye-bye.
there's a chunk of time you can't get back. From Portland, Oregon, this has been Keep Your Head On, a big little show about a whole lot of nothing in particular. Keep Your Head On is a narrow band broadcast network production in association with PodSquadPDX.com. Andrew Scott, executive producer. Robert Anthony and Chris Vacano, associate producers. Our theme music was written and produced by Andrew Scott, along with help from Ron Kajawa. Website design and maintenance by Vacano Creative, Chris Vacano Webmaster. Available at VacanoCreative.com. Audio and video production by Andrew Scott, available at andrewscottmedia.com. Got ideas or comments for the show? Email us at talkback at kyhopodcast.com and don't forget to like, click, and subscribe. On behalf of the boys, I'm your announcer, Michael Brumage. Thanks for listening. Uh, I guess. Uh, hey, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? NBBN. The Narrow Band Broadcast Network. The focus is on you.